Hello, everyone. Oh, oh, God. We're guarding now. Hello, everyone. We uh, we start today's podcast with some serious news. Uh, thank you to people around the world because Vampire Diaries is back on Netflix. <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, no. Never watched People them. have come together and shown what humanity can do. And whoever's out there i thank you and i think it would be normal to say that this podcast was the sole reason that vampire diaries came back on netflix <laughs> the driving force behind it because yeah. of, yeah. of the how many listens we've had that's the amount of people that watch that show yeah only that's we can the listens we have and we know it's global, <laughs> global. and that's why we're still ad free <laughs> In brackets, not sponsored yet. Not yeah. yet. Not yet. But on a on a less serious note, I'm uh, joined again by the uh, the Fab Three. You know, not Mane Salafamino, the Beast of Bristol, <laughs> Alex. What's your week been like? Beast of Bristol. <laughs> well, it's been good, thank you. You know, just the usual. What you been up to? You know, I've been at work a lot. Um, that's about it, really. Been me and my girlfriend are doing a Marvel marathon, so we're just carrying on with that. So up to uh, up to Civil War now. So wow, with it, yeah. Team Captain yeah. America, or Team Iron Man. Team Iron Man. Oh. Definitely Team Iron Man. Team Iron Man. Cap- Absolutely. Captain America's a bit of a dick in, in that one. Yeah, yeah. No, I think Iron Man has the better team, but. Captain America has the better reason for his... Yeah, the better morals. Yeah. <laughs> if that doesn't sum up the adventures, I don't know what does. So yeah, that's been that's been my week. Uh, did, you like, did you get your bonus the other day from work? I did, I did. It was very, it was very nice. Send yeah. it over here, will you? <laughs> Thank up. you, Tesco. Thank uh, you, Tesco. Charlie, you're a little bit hungover, aren't you? A little bit is an understatement. <coughs> mm. Yeah, I did uh, play Tenable, you know, with Warwick Davis on the TV. Yeah. Yeah, played that, but a different version where every point that you won, you won beers <laughs> um, for a later date, hopefully after COVID. Uh, how many did we win? Like 350? I think 350 beers, something like that. So, unlucky Davis, who's buying those. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. it's, a beer, it's almost a beer a day I know it's a lot isn't it but fingers crossed happens soon I'm, I'm going to sink them uh... <laughs> <laughs> who, who gives you the beers <laughs> you what who gives you the beers oh god mate oh, Davis. I don't I'm all over the gap here sorry I'll just move that one I'm not drinking on the show I might do um... does Warwick turn up and to give you all the beers it's uh, no, it's um, it's Davis. He's organised the uh, the uh, quiz, and he's going to pay us. He's going to give us all beers. So yeah. delightful. We have, we have to do top tens. It's great. We have to name like the top ten things. So, for example, top ten North cities. You have to name all them. Only York. York. <laughs> York's the only North city that exists. Uh, Alex doesn't know what North means. <laughs> Is there anything north of uh, anything north of. Bristol's north. Yeah, <laughs> that makes that made sense. 
I remember one time when I was in Croatia. Saturday, oh, that's, that's not north. That's not north, Jay. <laughs> oh, my God. I wondered why the plane was going down rather than up. <laughs> uh, I remember I was at the in a, a fan park in the World Cup and it was when England were playing Sweden. So there was this like massive, you know, fan park and half of them were all wearing white England shirts and the other half were all wearing like yellow for Sweden. And at half time we went to like this beer truck and there was this guy from Essex chatting up the Swedish girl saying, oh yeah, Sweden, ABBA, Avicii, Ikea. <laughs> and kind of the only things about Sweden. Love that. And he turned around when he heard me speaking English and he was like, oh, you're from England, where are you from? And I went, York. And he went, oh, I don't know where that is. Is it down south or something? I was like, no, <laughs> no, it's not down south. <laughs> Matt, are you hungry? You're having a nibble on your leg, either. Away, everything. Can't stop. I've, I've, I've been, is, no. it, is your dad rocking up at any point? That'd be nice. Oh, he might do. Who knows at the moment? He's been yeah. rocking up to every day. That's what I've been doing, trying to keep him away from my lectures. <laughs> you keep coming in. Yeah, he keeps he keeps wandering in, and then he stands like just hit like just off camera so i can see him in my viewfinder but nobody else can so he keeps making me laugh it let in lectures so i look like a weirdo yeah you were you were, you were on a bit of a had a bit of a moment yesterday on the lecture with steve yeah. well we, we both did we couldn't stop laughing for <laughs> joe was trying to tell us a story our home was and then me and, me and matt were just pissing ourselves i did feel bad about that it was quite funny though he was just potting around but yeah <laughs> I've done that and also I've now started my, my Lego collection again so I you bought could, yeah, oh, making... you could start doing the song while it's going around yeah oh, the song <laughs> yeah I thought you'd be doing that it's the famous ship where he says this is where the fun begins then yeah. insert the slaughter of a load of kids yeah but anyway guys we're here for one reason and one reason only, and that's to talk film and TV. And today's guest, Charlie, is a good friend of yours. Yeah. Uh, are we excited to have her on? Definitely, yeah. yeah. Cool. She's, um, she's, she's keen keen for our uh, podcast. She listens to it quite a lot. Um, but yeah, she's always giving me good feedback for it. So I think she's, she's a very big film and TV buff. So that's always good. So and that's what we like. I will let's add her in. Before, I say, and let's get her in. Yeah, bring her in. Come let's on get, down. Let's get on the podcast. <laughs> Move that bus. <laughs> <laughs> hey! hey, hey, hey Hi. There we go. How are we doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not bad, thank you. Sorry for the lateness. Just yeah, getting our yeah. shit together. That's okay. One second. I'm just trying to set my iPad up so that you can actually see me because it's a bit slow down, high up, don't know which way around, okay, there we go, <laughs> nice, <laughs> yeah, you're with the group now, yeah, on the going? desert island, yeah, what you been Before up to this week, pardon, what you been up to this week, uh, uh, I'm back at work now, hey, got a little doggo, hi, hey, <laughs> um, so yeah, walking dogs, um, my kind of way of dealing with the pandemic is to like go full speed ahead with like every single project I can possibly do. Um, so I've got like a million and one things that I'm doing at the moment. So 
better than you know being I've, depressed. I've got to look at this this guy, mate. Is that Ali? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, he is. Yeah, he I'm is. I'm a homeless person at the moment. <laughs> oh my god, his hair's bigger than mine. Yeah, I know. Fucking hell, it's oh, everywhere as well. He's molting everywhere, the messy bastard. Is he just sleeping on your couch? Yeah, annoying me every uh, single day. Yeah. <laughs> Bring him cups of tea, feed him. Well, no, actually, he's been feeding me as well, actually, so I'll give him that. <laughs> Little housewife. <laughs> I think yeah. we all want to get back to a point, Charlie, where we're sleeping on your couch. <laughs> I, I can all piss off. <laughs> Charlie, the dad of the group, then. Exactly, yeah. He's well, old enough, so. More like the granddad of the group. Granddad, yeah. Hey, trust me, we've got You'll to... make me feel really old, Exactly. Then. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, Katie, w- welcome to the show. I'll do a formal welcome. Rather than the good old friend catch up, Charlie. <laughs> uh, it's good to have you on. Uh, so the way our guests and our listeners will get to know each other a bit more is we will ask you the first question we ask everyone is what film do you want to banish of the face of the earth? So uh, this took me ages because I'm I'm not a fan of horror. Anything horror or gory but like specifically like real life gore stuff so and I think the thing that is worse for me is the hostel films because they really really put me off traveling I was so (laughs) frightened to stay in a hostel when I went to like Thailand or you know wherever I was petrified especially Europe um but I I was trying to think which ones I've actually seen and I think I've only seen hostel two Maybe. Jump straight why. in with the second one. <laughs> uh, I yeah, specifically that one then, I think. But just any of those kind of like horrible, like massacre type film, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, bleh, anything like that. Awful. <laughs> but yeah, Hostel put me off traveling, which is, is annoying. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel the same with that film. It's uh, one, especially, well, in the sec- first one, she like gets her eye burnt off. And like cut off, uh. and like all this like yellow goo comes out of her eye, and it's uh. fucking rank. I'm like what? Why would you put that on a film, please? And she jumps in front of a train. Sorry to spoil it, but I mean it's not much. She jumps. In front I'm not of gonna it. watch it, so. Because she looks at her eye, and she's like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, I'm gonna do this. I can't, I can't carry on." She just jumps in front of a train. You're like, "Oh God, this is this is very drastic. What's going on?" Yeah, I think the first thing about the first hostel is where the guy gets his, like, Achilles tendon slit. And they make him stand up and he, like, just falls to the ground. Yeah, someone that is clearly tapped in the head to think of all these things. It's like one guy is, I think he's eating somebody as well while he's still alive. So it's like eating his leg. Uh. See, I've seen that one. So the one that I've seen, I might be getting them muddled up, but I remember that it was like two girls and they are taken. And and the story kind of follows these, the guys that end up like being in the room with them. And then he like chickens out. And there's a bit with like a drill where he's like, woo, woo. And then it goes I remember, and then I remember a guy who's like eating sushi, like off a body, but then you realise he's actually eating the person's body. Yeah. So like, what kind of sick animal thinks of these things? Like, I like I get filmmaking; it's an art. Blah blah blah. That's disgusting. Like, yeah. don't put that on film. 
okay. It's true. It is true. I mean, like Saul's okay because I think Saul. The first Saul was kind of a cool story. Like I think being trapped in a room, you have to saw your leg off. Fair yeah. enough. But that was just like, well, let's chuck every single the worst possible scenario you could be in into a film in Hostel and allow allow nobody to travel again. Yeah. Like you said. I think like those types of films like Saw, I've, I, I haven't seen Saw, but I watch clips of... So one of the things that I do, I think one of you said you, you do something like this on, where you watch clips on YouTube. So I, I will, like if there's a scary film, oh, what was the one recently? That Jennifer Lawrence one, um, Mother, was it, I think? Oh yeah, Mother, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I didn't want to watch it because I saw the trailer and thought, no, it's too much for me. Um, so I watched like clips on YouTube and like read the Wikipedia page so I understood like the concept and stuff. <laughs> so I can still talk yeah, about it, but like, I'm not gonna watch it. Um, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> but yeah, so, I, so I've done that with Saw and like I think the storytelling side of it and like the concept is is clever if, if you took out the gore like yeah it's an interesting like like moral quandary like yeah. the, you know the different types of moral scenarios that you get given and you know do you save the train full of people that you don't know or the one person that's on the track that you do know like those sorts of things I, yeah. I do think that's interesting storytelling wise I just don't like the the sickening side of it <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough it's fair enough do you like ghost ghost films though instead so there's no gore like paranormal. Um, so what about paranormal activity and things like that i mean there is no. still still some graphic stuff in that but not... I'm, I'm pretty scared of the dark so <laughs> if i have watched more ghosty type things but like um drop dead have you seen drop dead fred yes we talk about yeah. <laughs> drop, drop dead fred really freaked me out when I was younger my sister made me watch it when I was like really young and yeah. it scarred me for life and like even things like goosebumps and are you afraid of the dark I used to like hide in the other room while my best friend watched the, the show because I, I was just so afraid and like every time I would go to sleep at night I would think that like demon headmaster would be in the corner of my bedroom and, stuff. and that's just stayed with me so I, I like the story side of things but again I, I'm just too afraid yeah <laughs> That's fair enough. Fair enough. I remember I got scared of a Scooby Doo episode. So it's last week that Matt. Yeah, that was last week. <laughs> I remember when I, every time I watched Saw, I always trying to think how would you kind of survive it in the sense I always got in my head, you know, kind of every person like wakes, they they get knocked out and they wake up in the tram or something. Mm -hmm. I would just pretend to faint or something and see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pretend to be dead. He's not going to start the trap if you then faint, because then you're not. He's not questioning your morals. So when people have got that, you know, like the reverse bear trap was going to, you know, mm, split yeah. you. Yeah. Up, and yes, I yeah. pretend to faint and not wake up and see if that's probably. Yeah, but you'd probably have like some sort of failsafe, like an electric shock or yeah, like a smelling salts to wake you back up again, like. Too clever for that shit. Don't yeah. my chances of surviving. The worst one is when he's got his hands like out here on a cross and he's got his legs on it as well. And like his, uh, so he's, he's all his joints and everything in his oh, wrist, his ankles yeah. twist and then the rest stay the same. So everything slowly is just snapping around. Horrible. The way I watch horror films is it's a YouTube channel called Dead Meat and <laughs> It basically just review. It counts the kills in really in like every horror film that's ever been. But because it's on YouTube, it can 
it can't show the gore bits or the mm. scary bits. So that's why I watch horror films, just a 16-minute video of some guy counting the deaths in every horror film. What, <laughs> what, what about something like uh, Snakes on the Plane? I've not seen it, and I like snakes, so probably me. <laughs> I really like snakes. So. What about, have you seen Anaconda? With, no, with snakes. <laughs> no, but... You. The one in the water. I don't like water. I don't like shark <laughs> films. So that one would. Yeah, he's just living in a cardboard box, everyone. <laughs> no, no. So the, the things I do, the things I do like, I like like zombie. Well, I'll, I'll tolerate a zombie film, but I like supernatural. Like The Craft is one of my favourite films, and that's got like. Have you seen The Craft? Unfortunately, I haven't. No, oh, I haven't. Such a good film. So it's like this proper cult '90s, like teen witch type thing, but it's a bit more mature than that. Than James, James, come <laughs> see that. Yeah, um, watching that. But the, there's a. Because I said I like Vampire where... Diaries. <laughs> Mate, I love Vampire Diaries. <laughs> so um, yeah, no, there's a brilliant scene where they basically they use like a form of manipulation magic to make her see things that aren't there and her whole house is infested with bugs and snakes and they're coming out of her fingernails and things like that and that shit I love because it, it was like a fun magic side of it like it's not actually gory um but they make her go insane and then she ends up in a mental asylum which is really sad Spoiler. okay oh. <laughs> it sounded wonderful and then that bit at the end I mean, she's the bad one that goes in the mental asylum, so it's all good. Oh, and they've, just, they've just remade, well, they've not remade it, they've kind of made a sequel that's coming out, I think it's next year, which is like, they seem to be doing that a lot recently, like doing sequels that are like 20 years later. Remakes, sort of thing. yeah, mm-hmm. or sequels, yeah. Because they made, yeah. they made The Witches earlier as, recently as well. Yeah, yeah. With, with the same cast again, isn't it? Yeah, but I thought it didn't have uh, what she what she called Anne Hathaway. Yeah, Anne Hathaway. Apparently, it wasn't that good. Oh. Don't know if it's been released or yet or oh, not. No, yeah, I'm thinking. You're thinking of Hocus Pocus. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, Hocus Pocus. This year, Hocus last year, for the first time. Oh, really? Was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. But, yeah. Is there films then that you guys are like too scared to watch? I'll watch anything. I'll watch any <laughs> horror film. I love horrors. I'll happily watch them. And I almost I, I remember going, I think I realised something was wrong with me when I went to uh, <laughs> the first it. I mean, fair enough, I went to Everyman. So I was with people from Jack Wills ages ago. And we were in Harrogate, Everyman, and we were having bottles of wine. And I was just laughing. I was laughing. I was the only person laughing <laughs> cinema with like the it shit. I was just like, this is great. Me and Dan were like some weird, like psychopaths, like <laughs> It's horrible, but yeah, I love it. I think I like, I love traditional horrors. Like, I watched Halloween for the first time on Halloween, the original, and the way that kind of builds up suspense and like tension, as well as like the music and the fact that it's quite a silent film. Yeah. In the sense that there's not much, just a lot of kind of atmosphere noises. I love them, but then I don't see the point why someone would want to make like Hostel or something. That's not a horror film. That just makes you want to forget everything you've seen. Yeah, or even go on holiday, like Katie said. Like It's like a perfect anti holiday They should release it in lockdown and be like, right, none of you fuckers leave the country. Literally, I, I remember going and staying um, 
in, I think it was in Italy, and they'd asked for our passports to scan, yeah. and there's that scene where they asked for the passports, yeah. and I was like going to Chris, like, I don't think we should do it. <laughs> I think we should give them. <laughs> like, <free> after. <laughs> yeah. Oh, horrible. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not a movie person. Woman in Black scared me. Oh, that, that is scary, though. That is scary. Watch the Annabelle trilogy. Oh, yeah. That's when you're getting meaty. That's when you know you're, you're a pro horror person when you watch all of Thingy Wan's films. Insidious. Very Come good. Through. They're really good. But yeah, it's the fact, the thing, like we said before, the thing that always freaks me out with horror films is when you've watched them and then they're like, you know, that's that's all right. And then it just comes up at the end and it's like, this is based on a true story. And you're like, what? No, it's not. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's just a movie. I'd like to tell you that at the start of the film. Then you'd, yeah. you'd be like, all right. Yeah. yeah. No, no, that's... I hate it. I used to be scared of Woman in Black because I watched it kind of in the cinema at, like when it first came out. And then when I was doing like my English GCSEs, one of the assessments was like to write a horror story and we must have watched it about 20 times in the space of like a term so now i just hate the film i don't even find it scary i've just been exposed to it so much i hate it's like, it yeah it's like harry potter it's harry potter horror isn't it yeah yeah so is that the one with daniel radcliffe yeah yeah i just i just don't like any horror films i tried to watch the conjuring no Matt, you are so funny when you watch horror films. That is, that's the entertainment for me, you. Watching you. You're horrible to me because you know I don't like horror films and we'll be sat there and we'll be like really hammered and really gone and you'll be like, let's put a horror movie on. And I'm like, no, <laughs> leave me alone. Immediately, like, Matt's immediately sober and then just is sat there and he's like, even an episode of Black Mirror or something, and he'll be sat there and you'll be sat there on your Apple Watch, like looking at, oh, my heart rate's going up now. Oh, it's... We watched we watch Joe Rogan about aliens and you couldn't get, you couldn't get home quick enough. <laughs> I pretty much ran home. Was... I don't like stuff like that. It really Which isn't nice. The, um, Black Mirror that your heart rate heart rate went up for. Oh, what, all of them. All yeah. of them, yeah. All of them. The one that the one that sticks into my head was the worst one. Was the one? Um, is it White Bear? Yeah, White Bear is cool. It's the one about the you follow the woman around and everyone's running around with cameras like following her. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I thought the worst one in terms of like scariness was. And like head trip was um, the one where he goes, he's he's uh, doing like a game experiment. And do you know which one I mean? Oh, yeah. And then in the end, it turns out he was only in there like 0.1 second or something. Is that polar bear? Is that, it's where that's called white bear or something, isn't it? No, it's no. the one where he's, like a, he's, a, he's he wants to make some money. So he gets offered to like test a yeah. game. And he's he travel, goes, he's traveling, isn't he? He's traveling yeah. around the world. And you're something. basically just thinking, at this every point there's going to be a jump scare and it gets you exactly the moment you're yeah. not thinking about it and then you think he's out and then he's still in it and then but it's creepy that because it was virtual reality on it so it was like in this mad haunted house and i was like that could actually happen someone could actually make that game yeah yeah i love black mirror i think it's so clever yeah um, I didn't hear very good things about Death to 2020, though. Did any of you watch it? I enjoyed that. I watched it. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. That's really oh, funny, yeah. I, I would watch it. The reviews were, like, 
it wasn't that as good because actually real life was worse than what it was sort of thing. People going into it thinking it was going to be like an actual Black Mirror episode wouldn't like it. Yeah. But if you go in, it's literally just a piss take. It was like, yeah, like mockumentary stuff. Well, it's it's, it's Charlie Brooker, isn't it? And he he normally does one of those uh, reviews of the year, anyways. Yeah. Like he's yeah. just got celebrities to do it this time and filmed it because he was the narrator. He wasn't the, not the narrator, sorry. He was the interviewer, you know, and they asked questions mm. to the mm. celebrities. He mm. was there all the time. I found the one, the one that I really didn't like of Black Mirror was the USS Callister one. That's good. That's, that's a good. I don't know why. It's really I'd be saying good. that's the best one, Matt. Which one? Which one was that? The one where it's the computer head, and he puts the he gets like people's DNA and puts it into like an alternate reality, and it's kind of it, yeah. Really yeah, the Star, like Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one. It's got oh. thinking out of Always Sunny as well, isn't it? One of the bro- G- one of the brothers, Jimmy Simpson. Yeah. What's it called? Liam McPoyle. Yeah. <laughs> he's also in Game Night, isn't he? Yeah. He's the police officer in Game Night. And not him, that's the, that's the other guy. That's Matt oh. Damon's brother, that. <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> Looks like Matt Damon, doesn't he? Or Matt Damon's son or something. Right, so, uh, Charlie, do you want to... Have you prepared your mystery guest? Um, give me one sec. <laughs> <laughs> that's a no. That's a no, then. But it is. Oh. It better be easy. I'm gonna pick it in a minute. I mean, I'm gonna to watch American Horror Story. You like Sorry, this, this is very terrible of me. I've seen. Um, which ones have I seen? I saw the one with the where he thinks he's abducted by aliens, the mental institution one. Yeah, Asylum. That's the best one in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I've seen that one. I liked it, but I think I spent most of the time like cowering what's that um, sorry what are you on about american horror story oh great i love those and then i've seen like i saw i didn't watch Co- uh, coven and my brother told me that was probably the best one for me because it's like the least scary and yeah, it's most geez. like my kind of vibe um yeah. i didn't watch no i think that was it i think that was the only one i watched actually hotel cortez is good that's mm. a vampire one it's got lady gaga in uh, as well uh, yeah i saw clips of that but what I saw was quite gory. Like, yeah, it's quite gory that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's vampires, isn't it? So. I'll tell you what I did really murder was. House. The um, what was the the not was it the haunting of Hill House that was the yes. newest one? Yes. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched the first one that they did, but I have watched the haunting of Hill House. No, Fly uh, Manor. Which Fly Manor. Yeah. Fly Manor. Second one. Yeah. Fly Manor. I watched that. Loved that because I loved like. I thought it was time travel, and then I was like, oh my god, they're dead, they're ghosts, and then, yeah, I loved, like, the mystery aspect of it, I thought that was really good. They're based on books, then, as well, I think. <laughs> yeah, apparently they're going to keep doing them as, like, an, almost like a series, you know, like American Horror Story, yeah. with the repeat cast, so. Makes sense, it's decent, who like that. Yeah. Um, right, so, I'm ready for the Who Am I? Right. And this no, one my... is, like, the first one we did, with the My Name is Michael Caine. Um, I got so... that one. Right, I'll give you, there's, there's ten in, there is a lot more than ten here, so I'm just going to fire them out. So the first one I'm going to do is, I was born on the 5th of October 1975 in Reading. Reading? Yes. Mm. I began studying drama at the age of 11 at Red Roof's Theatre School. 
and I'll give you one more and we'll do some more later on. Um, in 1996, I starred in Jude and Hamlet. I think I might know who it is. Yeah, well, you said that I last have an night. idea. But to be fair, loads of people. It could be loads of people as well. Yeah, uh, there, there is plenty in here that I could. I think you'd easily get it if I said a few of them. I'm trying to be a bit. Do Do you know if they starred as Hamlet? It just says on here, Hamlet? in 1996, I starred in Jude and Hamlet. Well, starred. I guess you'd think it was probably. Uh, so moving on to the main kind of bulk of our show, we we phrase it in a funny way. So Katie, you've you've run away from a hostel. You got you got a, you got a plane, and the and the plane's crashed. Oh. <laughs> oh God, so unlucky. I know. Uh, and you've you're on the island, and you found the everything you managed to cram into a rucksack. Oh, in that rucksack, you had a film what film are you taking to the desert island so um my film is twilight (laughs) 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 um so i think for me i remember the first the first time i watched Twilight. it's had such an impact on my life which sounds stupid because i know like a lot of people think it's just like teen vampire you know romance sort of thing but i was 17 and I remember watching it I felt like I would I used to go and sit in my room and look on like um streaming services for what latest movies were and I found Twilight and I was like yeah never heard of it hadn't heard of the book hadn't heard of a trailer or anything like that and so um played it and I remember literally being like this is the best film ever and I rang my best friend and was like you need to watch this film (laughs) and then I went into this very deep hole of like researching the director all the actors like watching everything that Kristen Stewart had been in before watching everything that Robert Pattinson had been in which at that point was Harry Potter and the haunted airman which was awful um (laughs) it was a BBC drama type thing it was terrible um well, and I got like all these um, <coughs> books for, about like how the film was made and how it was adapted from a book. So although I did love the story and like got obsessed with Robert Pattinson, I also, it was like the first film where I started to understand the filmmaking process. And I had this amazing book that was like, it showed pictures of, of Catherine Hardwick, who's the director. She'd taken the source material and like highlighted bits that she wanted in and how she was going to cut bits out and mm. basically how she adapted it. Um, but then it also went through everything like the colour tone. So if you look at, I don't know if you've seen the films. I'm hoping you have. Um, but if you look at the, the first Twilight compared to New Moon, there's a massive difference in like the colour toning. So Twilight's a really blue and green and like earthy type film, whereas New Moon's all this like lovely warm golden colours. And part of that was because of the transition from like Edward focus to Jacob focus. Um, but then the other sides of it was that Catherine Hardwick only did the first film, which is such a massive shame because for me, she absolutely made it. Um, but yeah, it was basically the first film that really got me into mm. filmmaking, like, you know, behind the scenes type stuff, not just looking at a film and going into that world. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> I know Robert Pineson nearly got fired as Edward because he didn't take it in the direction they wanted Edward to play. 
so have... they, are they very strict with this this one i'm guessing it seems like they were very like i mean i've watched new moon and if i'm honest I've, i'm not a big fan but i've seen the first it. two i remember the first one just being kind of <laughs> a bit of a I know it was like a, a vampire teen love. It wasn't that what was the issue. It was just so dull. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to destroy it. it massively. So basically, a lot of a lot of like the so the books were massive. Like I, they never reached me for some reason. I wasn't a massive book reader back then, but the books were huge to the point where people had tattoos of quotes from the book. So when they decided to make the film, and it was like in production from two different studios, I think, and then they ended up selling it or something like that. Um, And Stephanie Mayer, who wrote the book, was really heavily involved with Catherine Hardwick and I can't remember the screenwriter's name, but um, they all worked really collaboratively to, to make it as true to the books as possible. And the books are this really like moody, like indie kind of like that was the the vibe of it. And if you look at Catherine Hardwick's past work, like she was, um, so she did a film called 13. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, like, I always think if you look at like Twilight and compared to that, obviously 13 is a lot more like, there's like drug use and belly button piercings and things like that. Um, but it's that, it was that kind of raw, edgy kind of, well, it was when I watched it when I was 17. So. It has good bits. I love the baseball scene where they play yeah, news yeah. and they have to do it when there's a storm. And yeah. I can't remember much of the first one, but I remember the second one because doesn't the one, is it not Jacob? Edward. No, one of the Edward. vampires attacks her because she like cuts us. Jasper. Yeah. And I, he goes away or something. And the I remember New Moon as a film of her just having nightmares in bed and like screaming. Mm. That's pretty much all that happens in New Moon. And then he ends up like going to, does he go to Rome or something? And tries he goes to Volterra. Yeah. Yeah, Martin Sheen's in it as well, isn't he? Isn't yeah. he like the, he's like yeah. the head of the Vampire Council or something. But, yeah. Uh, I still can't believe we've been talking about Twilight and no one has asked the most important question about Twilight. Come on then, Matt. Team Edward or Team Jacob? <laughs> I'm Edward. I mean, I've got to be. <laughs> you got, you've got to ask the question. This is the biggest debate. Well, who are you, mate? Oh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't really <laughs> like Twilight. I'm Team Humanity, Matt Donovan. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm not going to lie. I have no idea what any of you are talking about right now. <laughs> no. You can't remember what Twilight is. Never. Uh, yeah, I know, what, I know what it is. I have never seen, not even a clip, I don't think. I don't think I've ever seen a clip of it. You and Sam should watch to. it together. Yeah, we should, she, keeps, she keeps film. nagging me to watch it, and I keep saying no, but maybe, maybe I should give in and... <laughs> watch twilight if you, want, if you want to understand twilight watch robert pattinson talking about them as an interview because like mm. 10 years later he just absolutely slates them he's in an interview and he's like have you not seen the film it's just so bad and boring it's so funny 
<laughs> so he said, so when he was like called in for an audition, he, um, he'd done Harry Potter, but he, he was a musician predominantly. And he oh. decided that he wasn't going to act anymore. He, and he was gigging around London and that sort of thing. And his agent was like, you know, just, just do this one audition. I think, I think it could be quite big, like, but they had no idea it was going to be what it was. Um, so, and the only reason he got the job was because of the chemistry we read with Kristen, which was on a bed. Um, and then, so he, he did that, but he, he's always said he hated the character. He was like, how am I supposed to pet play like this 108 year old guy who's a virgin who's just been like moping around for like 90 years basically like yeah. he's so sad he's so miserable he's in pain all the time like the books describe him as in physical pain when he's around bella because he feels like he's gonna kill her all the time okay. so he's like fighting and he was like how do you play that like so he, he found it really hard <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. If you had to yeah. say to an actor, right, you have to pretend to be in pain all the time you're around someone. And Which is why he's always stood time. in corners like this. Like, they're all just stood around like... <laughs> it's, it's why he nearly got fired, because he refused to play that role. It was like, it's a rom-com, so, not a rom-com, sorry, it's a romantic film. So he tried, he feels like the actor wouldn't, it wouldn't you be like real life. So the producer, he said his agent literally called him and said, get your act together because the producers are already looking at replacements for you. So he had to quickly kind of, you had to change and, you know, play. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you think that if, if it was, you know, imagine if like that came out now on Netflix, do you think it would be completely different to what it was? I think it started, I think it paved the way, like the Vampire Diaries, for example. Yeah it's basically the same story and a lot of people were like vampire diaries is copy twilight but the vampire diaries books which i have read the entire series <laughs> um they were out before twilight book so the, the love triangle type thing yeah i mean obviously you know it's a trope done and done but the, the the vampires and the werewolf side of things i think twilight's success paved the way because vampire diaries was originally going to be a film as well but they decided to go down the tv shows route um and then if you look at things like shadow hunters and you know anything that sort of come from that vibe of things i don't think it would have been as popular if it wasn't for twilight yeah it's a good point i think i think as well you've got like fantasy that i say like the decade of fantasy was from 2010 to now mm. so it's like you know you've got all sorts you had game of thrones you had everything that would provide like a good solid foundation for say a vampire twilight on netflix i'm surprised i've never done like a series of it you know like on netflix i think that, that netflix is like perfect for a twilight remake they didn't know they'd ruin it they were on about remaking it and i'm can't they can't they can't remake it i think that, it, i'm stu stubborn on that <laughs> i think twilight was to be remade now by netflix say if it hadn't come out i think they're trying for as a series rather yeah. than a load yeah. of thinking. Even yeah. though it's like, you know, it kind of fits the great thing of like, you know, a book for each film. I think they would try and probably extend it and try and drag get, it out. Get 10 episodes. Like they did with it. Shadowhunters. Like there's a perfectly good Shadowhunters film out there. And then they'd sack that off and then they decided to make the TV show, which was just painful. So. Do you like Witcher, Katie? Do you like Witcher on that? Love The Witcher, yeah. I'm, 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 I never played the games or anything, but the TV yeah. show I was all about. The book as well. The book's apparently really good as well. But mm. well. Was it that the 
the TV that the game was based on the books, or that the books was based on the t- on the game. The books came out originally, I think. Um, it's interesting because I think it's it's all set in Poland. Ah. There we go. Look at those, the Witcher books. Isn't it? Is it is it in Poland, Joe? Yeah, well, the woman, the, the author is Polish. Yeah. Uh, and then you know it got huge success, and then they made it into a game, made it into three games, and then obviously it got adapted into a series. Uh, but the, the books are really good. I read like the first book in like two days in the first quarantine uh you know it just the characters and you know it's it's a, it's a really good kind of fantasy it's completely different to anything else but it, like do you think it, they've done it justice on netflix well so far because i follow like the showrunner on instagram and stuff and she's always kind of posting pictures of her sat with like the second book and it's completely highlighted stuff's been like you know like Posting noted and saying like this is what happens when you have to adapt a book into a series. You have to kind of choose what to leave yeah. out and how to tell it. But yeah, I, th- I know Henry Cavill absolutely hounded Netflix to cast him as Geralt. He's so good at it though. Uh, He's so good yes. at it. Yeah, I think I think they can only kind of get better with it. I don't think they'd ruin it. I think mm. probably the people they've cast are two diehard fans to maybe ruin it. The only thing I could see would ruin it would be if, you know, Netflix tried to control the now. They never do, they, do they? They just chuck the money at someone and be like, you do you know it. they were filming in Harrogate for it? Yes, hey. it, was, it was at Rodden Park Hotel. As if! Yeah. I'm pretty sure, I think, I think I saw an article and the picture that they'd used was of Plumpton Rocks, which is where I walk dogs. Well, across the road from it. So, yeah, I was like, I saw it and I was like, Lauren, let's go. Let's go find him. Because <laughs> it's been closed all there. year. So I was like, we'll sneak in. <laughs> in, the back, in, in the background, so there's a massive fight sequence going on between Geralt and some goblin. Woman with dogs. On the note of that, I've, on my lap computer here, I've got the casting for Twilight up and... Prior to pre-production, Henry Cavill was wanting to be cast as Edward. Whoa! No way! Yeah. How old would he have been? He was in. Yeah, he was in his. Uh, he must have been in his like mid twenties because he was doing Tudor at the time when that was all coming out. Okay. So, yeah, I think he might have been quite different. Yeah, he looks Henry. like a different person. So though. nice. He's like the most heartwarming person. I've never, never met the guy, but have you seen his dog? His dog's <laughs> yeah. As well. oh, the question it. you should have been asking was. Was Henry Cavill born 5th of October 1975 in Reading? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, yeah, 1975. Oh, um, is the, are the Witcher books, are they, like, time jumpy, like the show is? The first one, oh God, I read the first one ages ago, because I, I took a, because... I read the first Witcher book, and then from my birthday, I asked for the Lord of the Rings. So I started reading Lord of the Rings, <laughs> and then completely abandoned the Witcher. So I can't remember it. Uh, oh. The the first book is set like the first the first series set like the book. The first book is just a series of adventures of Geralt, like mm. on the series. You know where he he fights the child that's become the monster. Mm. That's like the second chapter or something of the book so the first book is completely just introducing the world and what Geralt can do mm. and, and then it kind of but not like a story arc like a character arc 
it kind of no not yet it ends with the character arc it ends the book ends with when Geralt first meets Yennefer mm-hmm. so when she's at that manor and she you know tries to use the gin and the genie to make herself have a baby and basically he goes back in and you know say mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. how it kind of ends oh, okay there's an in between the book what's just like uh if you want to know what happens between between book one and two there's like a 1.5 but that's not really crucial but i'm reading that at the moment uh, clone wars in star wars yeah exactly <laughs> Alex, you that? couldn't go five minutes without bringing in star wars or Lord of, the Rings. Of, of course so, not of course they couldn't yeah he's we've been watching nerd of the rings on youtube all week do you know that the lord of the rings i've tried so many times to to watch and it's just i just can't they are I don't so know what it is. i just don't like them they are so but, good uh, yeah, you've got him piping up now in the background. Yeah, well, sorry, mate, but <laughs> it's <pretty> shit. <laughs> quickly as well, sorry. The one of the reasons I did choose Twilight was because you have to have you, you need to have music. If you're on this desert island, you have to have a good soundtrack to go with it. So, like, one of my first thoughts was to go with a musical because then, like, joy and happiness. But then I thought that'd get pretty tiring pretty quick. So then I went with Twilight because I feel like the music's quite badass in it so i'd feel like you know chopping trees and stuff to see from off the black <laughs> hole i'd feel cool yeah we should definitely, that's a good idea though we should definitely add a, a music thing to it maybe not not music to the thing but what i'm saying is in you could be like add a soundtrack from a film that you take with you as well maybe yeah. it's a good mm. idea like that so uh <laughs> The, uh, you've watched Twilight to death, you know, you've mm-hmm. chopped your trees to muse and their music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you've kind of forgot about your rucksack, you quickly grabbed at the hostel, uh, and you found a DVD series for a TV show. What TV show would that be? Oh, I don't, I'm so undecided. So in my head, the, the one TV show, that I have watched multiple times um, is The Vampire Diaries. <laughs> so, <laughs> stay, you know, I've had Twilight. I've clearly not had enough, you know, vampireism in my life. Uh, I had to turn to Vampire Diaries. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't need a bit of Damon in the life, you know? You know, I was going to think you were going to say, I was, I was actually think you were going to say um, Game of Thrones, but I'm guessing you just weren't very happy with the ending like everybody else. Yeah, I loved Game of Thrones, but I did think some of the fan fiction was better than what we got. I saw so many fan theories that I was like, yes, this will be sick if it happens. And then I watched it. It just felt like they were like, well, you know, like everybody says, it just got to the end and went like that and smushed it all together. Yeah. yeah. Now, my, my, my second option was a show called Orphan Black. Have you seen that? Well, that's no. always multiple people. It's Tatiana Messalini, you know, who's been cast as She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a BBC Canada production, I think it was. Um, but it's basically the concept is that this girl, the, the pilot 
this girl is in a train station and she sees a girl committing suicide and just before she jumps in front of the train she looks at her and she's exact identical and so she's like what so she assumes her identity obviously that's what you would do um and it turns out that they are clones and there's this it's just this like insane show where each season the world gets bigger and bigger and there's more clones and there's russian assassins and there's um just the 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 one thing that stands out for me is her performance because she plays basically the entire cast and Mm. not just her performance like she is uh, absolutely amazing because even when they're in the same scenes together you think that it's a different um person like it's it's so bizarre but also the way that they've blended the scenes together like i've seen some of the like behind the scenes stuff of how they did it there's an amazing scene where um it's like it's a dance scene where they all get Mm -hmm. together all the clones and they all um like have a dance party and they're all intertwining and dancing with each other and they showed you how they do it with like stunt doubles and split screens and things like that Mm -hmm. um but i just i yeah i absolutely love that show that's a sidebar (laughs) Yeah, I'm just going to ignore all that and go straight to Vampire Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> You've got from that complex to vampires and werewolves. Totally podcast aside, watch, or, watch it because it's so fucking good. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, but talking of doppelgangers, Catherine and Elena and all the <laughs> other ones that she plays. <laughs> I mean, this is where my inner nerd kind of like I said, this was my guilty pleasure. Like you guys, like you guys, all had like Hugh Grant as a guilty pleasure. Mine oh, is no. It fucking took me in that one. Right, Charlie, what's wrong with Hugh Grant? I had, I had, I had three five Bridget Jones, so it's the same. Exactly. Mm. I, I remember with Vampire Diaries, season one is very cringy. Yeah. It's all kind of like flared jeans. Flared jeans, and you know, kind of American talk. Uh, <laughs> And then it, it it gets increasingly better. It's it's just a, it's very easy to watch. <laughs> it's just I rewatched it recently, and I've got to say, like that pilot episode, it felt like it was a parody of itself. Like yeah. it was so over dramatic and moody, and like oh, it it made me cringe watching it. But it instantly gets better, and the comedy in it's so good as well. Like it's not just that drama-y romance like I feel like it's the full package yeah I don't know how many times I've, re- I've done know how many times I've rewatched it it must be oh. four times I've maybe seen it really? that's more coming out now in it I, I usually have it like on my laptop whilst I'm doing something else if I want like a mind-numbing game on the PlayStation or something I will just have it and it will, I will cl- I could easily go through half a season on one like PlayStation session mm-hmm. uh, but then did, did you watch the originals as well? And I watch Legacies. Yeah. At the moment, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, is very I'm, immature, but I don't care. Yeah, it's it's, it's just going to be two nerds here talking about Vampire Diaries. Yep. I know, I was just going to say, have you guys seen any of it at I all? I can't comment. No, no, I'm no like, I have nothing <laughs> to say about that. Joe, Joe speaks volumes of it, so... Joe does speak very highly of it. Yeah, I do. tells us to watch it. I, I didn't Don't want to like it. I used, the only the way I started watching it was because like my sister used to. It was like it used to be on like ITV three or something. Uh, <laughs> when it first aired, it was on ITV three, and 
my sister like reserved the TV at like nine o'clock on a Wednesday or whatever. <laughs> so I believe it's on ITV three. I don't know who can go on ITV three these so days. So I, I always used to hide, if I wanted to watch TV downstairs, I had to watch <laughs> that, and then I just picked it up. My sister was like, "Oh, we'll get like the box set for the first DVD and the second DVD," and then obviously it came on Netflix, and then my life changed. <laughs> Uh, it's like a comfort though isn't it like it you know it so well and you know it's gonna make you happy so you put it on all the time sort of thing yeah I think fair enough. for me it came out of like directly coming out of twilight and all that thing because once i'd seen twilight i then read the whole twilight saga and then i was like i need more books and vampire diaries there's the whole um book collection as well so i'd read that and then it was a, literally, I think it was the same year that it came out in America on TV. So I streamed it. And um, yeah, and I just, I can't believe how long it ran on for. It, it yeah. was like, what was it, like seven or eight seasons or something stupid? Yeah, because Nina Dobrev wanted to leave, didn't she? So they had to read. Yeah, I remember reading up on, they had to change the ending because their original ending was to have Damon and Stefan die and watch over Elena. But obviously they changed it. Uh, well, that's not what I read, because it because in the book. Come on. I, I read that the original plan was to have her leave Damon and go back to Stefan, because that's what happens in the books. She ends up with Stefan, and Damon's just like a blip in the middle. But obviously, because she left, they had to make Damon. And I think a lot of people were like, "Well, that's not how it's supposed to be." <laughs> yeah, well, she's not I, supposed to stay with him. I remember, re- I remember reading an interview like on the Hollywood Reporter or something with the two showrunners, and they said that it was originally to have. I don't think they wanted to follow the book. They wanted to have them to uh, look over her and watch her have this long life. And apparently, everyone but one wanted Matt Donovan to die. Oh, why Matt Donovan to die? seasons ago he should have yeah. died in about season three Ugh, yeah. I hate well, one thing clearly relevant to maybe the story but the one thing it does do as a show is it is incredible at pairing dramatic scenes with good music yes there are so yes. many scenes where like someone's died someone's broken up or something like, a big bomb's been dropped and they will just find the best song and pair it with it there's um, there's also, uh, you know the re- the dance scenes when they go to the, deb- not debutante balls, but they do that when Damon dances with Elena. There's this, there's yeah. a so- basically they use the same artist for a lot of those big scenes. I can't yeah. remember what she's called now. Um, no, I can't remember. I but mean, yeah, I they- know, but I just I just refuse to. <laughs> Say even more. <laughs> if you go on my Spotify search history, the Vampire Diaries soundtrack is somewhere on there. You'll know then because it's the no same shame, Joe. No got shame. a short name, and she does that. She does a few of them, like big, the big moments, like when when she switches off her humanity, or when Jeremy's died, or something like that. The the person who does the the songs. Oh, I can't remember. I want to say Sia, but I know it's not Sia. It's something like that. A short name. But anyway, yeah, yes. really good soundtrack. And good series. Do you reckon you you would recommend it to us three that haven't oh, really watched it? 100%, because it's still going. So Vampire Diaries had a spin-off, which was the originals, which followed like a separate family. Hmm. And then the current spin-off is Legacies, which is the children of 
people that were in the Vampire Diaries and the children that were in Originals are now in a high school together. Oh, so it's gosh. all connected. They've created, like Julie Peck, who is the, I think, showrunner. I'm yeah, not sure what. Yeah, yeah. showrunner. Um, she's created this like massive universe and that it does so much in terms of like fan service and mm. like throwing back like in um, Legacies, the current one. Um, one of the girls was like, oh yeah, Uncle Damon gave me his car and it was the, you know, the, um, Stefan's car that was like a big part of a, original Vampire Diaries and they'd like brought it in so there's a lot of fan service stuff with, with that sort of thing which I like it pays oh, off it is it's hard to watch because obviously they're all so young season one is really kind of cringy to watch it is kind of I hate so much I hate Bonnie in season one when Bonnie tries to be like a, a witch with morals and she hates everyone I just I wanted her to die but. I hated Bonnie until she went to the prison world. Yeah. She yeah. became good then. That was it. Prison world. <laughs> well, prison, this, so this, this, was, this ties into the Desert Island thing, was that there's a whole season where two of the characters are sent to a prison world, and they are basically oh, in an alternate world. universe where there's no other people, it's just them. And I was thinking, that's kind of like being on a desert island, mm. so I would yeah, feel comforted by that. They spend every day making pancakes. Yeah, exactly. And going I, to sorry, I thought store. you said wizard world. Wizard. I know. It's like, whoa, gone from bad wizard world to Harry Potter. <laughs> I can imagine the biggest difference between uh, those two being on a prison world and you being on a stuck on a desert island is the fact that I imagine those two people are quite pretty people, but you'd have to look at us for every day. Am I on the desert island with you? I thought I was alone. Oh no! <laughs> you've, you've, you've joined us. We're, we're, we're all skin and bones oh, well, now. That's exciting because I can force you to watch all the vampire things. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> oh Christ! Yeah. I'll find another desert island. <laughs> I'll build a raft, I think. Watch <laughs> it. Yeah, you with us? Don't worry, you're not alone. Oh, so Vampire Diaries. What was it? What was the other one again? What did? What did you? Oh, Twilight. 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 So Twilight. Twilight. All vampires. I did have lots of others that were non-vampire, but I thought, why not go with a the theme? It's fair mm. enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. That is good. <laughs> right, Just we do more of the top ten, Joe, while you're eating your burger. It's a sausage sandwich, mate. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, more confused than Charlie. Right, I'll give you three more. So, um, so the, the the other ones we had. I was born in Reading in 1975. Um, Can I, I ask started... a question? Yes. Sorry, how old does that make them? Because I don't have a calculator and I can't do math. 46, I believe. 46 this year, yeah. Okay, yeah, so there you go, Katie. Um, so, what else? I began studying drama at the age of 11 at Red, Red Roof State School, and in 1996, I starred in Jude and Hamlet. And then the next one I will do. Um, I, in 2000. Five, I appeared in an episode of BBC's comedy series, Extras. Oh, what year? Uh, 2005. And Extras, Ricky Gervais's Extras. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I'll give you another one. I married a director in 1988, but got divorced in 2001.
And then the final one I'll give you. I am thought to be worth 60 million British pounds. Six zero? Yes. I don't know why that matters because it doesn't mean anything to me. It's <laughs> <laughs> so actually three. Do you want me to repeat them or are you all right? When did they get divorced? 2001? So I married a director in 1988, but got divorced in 2001. But they're very young to be married. Mm. Mm. When you did the first one, episode one, Charlie, with Michael Caine, I thought, Charlie's not going to want to continue this. He's made them too easy. Now I just can't, I can't, I can't get any of them. That, that is really young, 1980. That might be wrong, you know. So what, that would be, be it, well, he or she would be 13. Yeah, That's that can't wrong. be right. That can't be right. <laughs> um, well, well, we'll sack that one off. I'll give you a different clue. Because that is who very... I think it is. Because I know it... somebody got married really young. Not 13. Not 13. That's illegal, isn't mm. it? Is it? Oh, no, not 13. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Sam, is it? <laughs> uh, so I'll give you a different one. Um... Okay, right, I'll give you a different one to that one, because that is, that's freaking me out almost. Um, a different person or a different clue? A different clue. Okay. So, I mean, you can, keep, you can keep that one if you want, but I'll give you one more. I was awarded a Grammy Award for Best Spoken Word Album for Children in 2000. <laughs> Think about how, how they speak. English. I think I know who it is. English. <laughs> what? Anyone want to have any more? Uh, any of more of them again? Oh, you are good. I'm good for now. I think. Oh, what? Yes. Do you all think you've got an answer? Yeah. No. They're forty-five. They're forty-five, not thirty-six. Yeah, they'll be 45, 45 I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, almost forty-six. They're forty-six this year. 46. 36. 46 on the, when was it, the 5th of October? Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're off to the party, mate. Yeah, I am. Personal <laughs> invite. Right, yeah, so that's that bit done. Oh. Are you okay, Matt? No. <laughs> this is really messing me up. I don't want to get another one wrong. <laughs> So I've given you six six to seven clues now. We'll do one more round. Um, Katie, actually, we, we'll, I was thinking we could, during this part, we could talk about your favourite animal films. Uh, well, or favourite films with dogs in. Mm, well, I don't think I have one because I tend to stay away from films with dogs in because they are often misused. Oh, that's fair enough. Right. Not treated very well. There's a bit. I don't know if you heard. There was like a lot of conspiracy recently with one of the dog. But I think it was a dog's purpose, or mm. one that was like that. There was a big conspiracy where um, a video was released, like a behind the scenes of basically. There's a scene where the dog jumps into some water to save a person, mm. and the behind the scenes, the handler was chucking the dog into the water. The dog was desperately trying to get out and they were pushing it back in to film the scene. And most of these films obviously have like animal handlers and they're um, RSPCA assured yeah. and blah, blah, blah. But I think it just shows that when, you know, if they're on a tight time schedule or something like that, 
they say don't work with children and animals don't they and if you yeah. need to get the scene done you're going to just kind of do what you need to do and I think it's just can put the animals not necessarily at risk <laughs> but I think in terms of stress levels like mm-hmm. I mean the video was awful it made me feel sick to watch it um but I think um that generally I tend to stay away from yeah. anything with, with animals Okay, well, I think I think I think probably the one that I've seen, which I, I always feel like, <laughs> that was cheery, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Move on. No, 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 no. But it's I'm going to talk about it. It's the, the afterlife. Uh, you know, Ricky Gervais has oh, always yeah. been a dog lover. So yeah. when I watch that, I get what you mean. That's a good point, though, because you know, there is there is films even when dogs die, and you're like, well, it's, how how well are they getting looked after? Even though obviously they're not dead, but. It's just interesting. Like uh, my favourite one would be with I'm Legend, though. But uh, you know that's really sad as well. Yeah, I mean, I've I've watched I've watched I'm Legend, and yeah, the scenes with the dogs are hard. And I think that's probably another reason why I don't watch things with dogs in, like Marley and Me. I haven't watched that because I know I'll, I'm like tearing up thinking about it. But um, but I think have, having like if you look back on I Am Legend there's probably like stunts and things that that dog did that's not good for it like from a from a behavioral uh, not a behavioral like a stressful side of things mm-hmm. and the dogs that do do these things tend to be very well trained they you know they can do dead on cue like that's not necessarily a problem but when they're being put in situations that aren't natural for them like that water type thing but mm. um I mean I'd probably say my favourite ones are then animated ones because then yeah. they're not, they don't have to be, um, they're not stressed then. <laughs> Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah. There was a film, sorry, go on. No, so it's, it's, I was just going to say, just in the, with the dogs aspect, I'm currently watching Seal Team, and in Seal Team, there's a dog and there's a character in it, one of the Seal Team, he doesn't really talk. So we, we like looked at him up. And the only reason he's actually in the thing is he's the owner of the dog. Right. <laughs> so that's cool. Only respond to him. So that's the only reason he's actually in SEAL Team. He's an actor, but like the dog belongs to him and the dog doesn't do anything. It mainly just runs around. But my mum, speaking of like looking at the treating dogs, my mum wanted, and like dogs dying, she wanted to know if the dog survived. So she Googled it and then she just spoiled the entire seasons. <laughs> because of the dog. Because she wanted to know if the dog lived in this thing. But the dog owner actually is the guy in it. So they make sure, he makes sure that obviously the dog's looked after because it's his dog. Yeah, yeah that's but, nice. Uh, sorry. Well, no. the horses, Katie, because like, it's going to be hard to find a film. Well, there is films obviously without horses, but they are used a lot in a lot of films these days. Yeah, again... It... It's tricky because I I know, so in my old job, I used to speak to vets a lot. And I know a vet that um, she, she was in Game of Thrones and things. She's been in like lots of stuff. She basically had a midlife crisis and decided that as well as being a vet, she wanted to train as a horse stunt coordinator person. Okay. So she helped out, you know, on the Lloyd's TSB adverts. Oh, the yeah, running. Yeah. And she's also done... Um, do you know what? I'm not sure if it was Game of Thrones. She she was really like funny about it. She was a bit of a weirdo, but she was basically like it's a well-known um fantasy thing where people are on horses and like hinted. I was like, oh, okay. Game of Thrones. She was like, can't say. <laughs> um, so but basically like t- teaching the horses to like die on cue and things like that. Um, which 
you know, if it's done right, it you know, it can be done right, but there's a way with dog training, horse training and things like that, that people do it old school, which is mm. by t teaching them with fear. And I'm very uh, much about yeah. teaching and with positive reinforcement, yeah. which you can do, but it's a lot harder. Um, but I think like, you know, if you look at films with like lion, lions in and things like that, they're all taught with fear based yeah. things. Mm. They're, they're not taught with positive reinforcement. And I think that's that's the thing is that you can have all people that are, on set and claiming to be looking out for them and this that and the other but it depends what their views are if they're mm. positive reinforcement or they're doing it by electric shock collars you know mm. it's true so, i mean like when you see horses in battles you like i mean most of them probably cgi but you see them like clattering with men and stuff like when they're in big mate like you know what's the one in what's that battle in oh god i'm good battle the bastards in yes the battle of the bastards there's so many horses in that yeah what yeah how can you get them to i don't know without stressing them out anyway when when they all collide together that must be yeah. stressful i know uh vigo mortenston kept all the horses aragon oh, in lord of the rings oh what a man uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if one of, i don't know if one of them died recently but he, he said he kept he kept all the horses he, he used such a, yeah. I'm having a moment about Vigo now, sorry. Um, is that Lord of the Rings? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's in other great films as well. He's in other good stuff. Um, what? Because uh, Quentin, Quentin Tarantino, sorry, I'm going to put him in again. I hope he listens one day. He'll think I'm a weirdo. I'm just um, uh, but he always says that it's a nightmare to have horses in films, even though he has them in most of his films, because they're so hard to control and like keep them like in... Move, you're moving with the camera with the horse like it could go any direction really and or anything so he always says it's it's like a really big challenge and um it was it it was the uh jamie fox he actually he actually he actually rid rode sorry the the horse like without any what is it saddle and stuff bareback yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty, i thought that was mad he had to just hold the the hair it's horse. not that hard no, horses are designed to like be, if you just it looked cool main, <laughs> yeah it looks cool your legs you won't go far <laughs> <laughs> well even on back to game of thrones you know the episode where jamie and oh what's he called god we're having a bad bad day with yeah, names yeah. today no jamie and bron are delivering the gold and they get attacked by the dragon yep uh and i watched the behind the scenes for that because the dothraki the archers stand on the horses, don't they, and shoot bone arrows. And there's a whole segment on the person involved trying to get in, like these acrobats who kind of did horse stunts, you know, to film that scene. And you just wonder, like, you know, it, well, not as ethical, but you know, is it is it good? And like from a standpoint of like, oh, look what this scene is. Or do you look at it and go, you know, that that was a pain to shoot because the horses refused to do it or something. Yeah, and then you're forcing the horse almost, aren't you? I was say, at the end of the day, they, they are animals and they do have their own conscience, don't they? They they are. If they don't want to do something, they're not going to do it, and you can't force it. You can't force <laughs> well, the Alex animal to do it. Say, at the end of the day, it's a horse. Do what you want with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an animal. Shoot it if you need to. <laughs> eat, eat a burger in front of it. Kill a cow. <laughs> <laughs> What, what, what did you say, Katie? <laughs> did, 
I, I swear I just heard someone say it's an animal, either beat it or eat it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> it's an animal. Eat it, you beat it. No. I'm so concerned. I was like, oh, I've got a psychopath, don't I? Mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's, um, so I'll give you some more clues if you like. Please. Go ahead. Okay. Right. So, um, in 2011. I appeared in Contagion. Contagion? Yeah, the film. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I didn't even never even heard of it. The main Isn't it that one is it that one that everybody watched recently? Because it's basically the same as what we're going through. It's what Matt Hancock, believe it or not, decided to have his whole strategy on Contagion the film. Alright, okay, okay. I might be able to figure this out. Hang on. Can we have a clue to the gender of this person? No, piss off. Um, he starred in Hamlet. It's got to be a male. No, because there's female characters in Hamlet. There's female characters. Not starring. Not, not, not... You would think when if they did women exist? In Hamlet, they would be Hamlet. <laughs> unless, right. unless it's someone like... Because, um, what's his name? The guy in David Tennant's one, the guy that played um, Claudia. 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 He's a he's a famous actor, but I can't remember his name. Right, next clue. I won an Academy Award for Best Actress. Oh, so the woman for my <laughs> performance in The Reader. Oh, I don't even know. I always look at act best like best Oscar winners and oh. Right, hang on, hang on, hang on. You can't, can't say I think it. I know who it is. Can't I think it. I know. I think I know who it is. Who was in Hamlet? Oh, I don't know if this is correct. Uh, right, I will give you one more. How many are we on? Are we on eight or nine? Do one more. Well, if you're taking out the married the at thirteen. One. Yeah, we're on nine. If you keep the married one at thirteen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will give you another one. My second name has seven letters. Okay, I've got someone. Mm, me too. What is in her last name? Yes. <laughs> I thought you meant like middle name. I was like, who the fuck is no. this middle name? What, what did she win the Academy Award for again? The Reader. I really have. Jerry, Jerry's absolutely fuming. Is he what? <laughs> It when I get in. Right. I've got, I've got an actress, but I know oh she's not she's not even English, for God's sake. <laughs> I just got this actress. I think I know who it is. For some reason I had Julia Roberts in my head because I was like at seven letters the last name, but she's not English. Right, I'm gonna Matt Matt seems like he's cracked it a bit, so I'm gonna yeah, ask you first, Matt. I don't think she's English. No one give anything away if he if he says it or I don't think she's English, though. Well, say it. Kate Winslet? Alex? Kate Winslet. Kate? I got Kate Winslet. <laughs> oh, Joe. <Jerry. laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. <laughs> Who did you get, Joe? I didn't get anyone. Oh, Joe. Oh. Yeah. oh. 
well. You could have said they were in Titanic. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but then you'd no, get it straight away. What it would have been was that she had that she did the song. She had a number one Christmas single, didn't she? For um the Christmas Carol. Oh, didn't know that. <laughs> oh, Oh, it was actually one of my favourite songs growing up, but she got really embarrassed. I think it was Greg James or something. What's that? that? When she got oh, married. 1998. 1988. That was weird. Why would it say spelling? Thank God for that. I'm not a massive Kate Winslet fan in terms of I haven't, I've only seen like two films she's in, A, Titanic and B, The Holiday. You've seen, her, you've seen her in extras, surely. No, I've like, oh. That's what gave it away for me. She's brilliant in extras. I love it. I've, I've seen bits of extras where it's like sat with Ross Kemp, and Ross Kemp's like just me and him stripped down, skin on skin. <laughs> it's like I was part of the SAS, super, super army soldiers. <laughs> the best bits the Daniel Radcliffe bit in extras. Yes. And Warwick Davis gets I've, kicked in the I've end. I've not seen the Kate Winslet one, but I've seen the clip of it where she does like sex talk. She's like she mm. says she's like, Oh, she needs to think of something sexy to say to him and she's like, yes. Oh well, why don't you just say? Yeah, it's <laughs> not really gonna funny. repeat it. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny. It's funny isn't it? Yeah, Kate Kate Winslet. There you go, guys. I, Joe's I'm Joe's sorry. lost another one. Another one. Alex, you're on fire. I think you've got them all. Right, so. I, I've, yeah, I've got them all. Yeah. You you even got Vinnie Jones last week, and I was impressed with that. Like, I was impressed. I reckon he Googles it, you know? I reckon he Googles it. <laughs> well, Luke, on the first time, Luke and Alex, we all got Michael Caine. Yeah. So yeah. The first, oh. episode, the first guest, Luke got it. Chris Healy didn't get it, did he? No, and then no. so UK to yeah. First guest to get one right as well. Well, second yeah. one. I got the Michael Caine one, but only from Miss Congeniality. <laughs> that was yeah. the only clue I got yeah. it from. I, I only got it from Zulu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was Alec Guinness, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it went when, when I announced him in 2008 and you were like, Alec Guinness. I was like, he's dead, mate. He's been dead for about 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think, um, have we got anything else, Joe? No, not not to my knowledge. Uh, and I'm probably on that note. Katie, thank you. You've been an incredible guest. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry I've just been all vampires. <laughs> Apologise to me. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's off to go watch an episode. He's off to find out everything about Kate Winslet. Is that trauma from it? <laughs> <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> Has she been in any vampire films or series? Oh, wasn't she? Was wasn't she? Wasn't she in? Um... Oh no, no, that, no. I was thinking interview with a vampire. She's not in that. Gosh. She <laughs> shot me vampires. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Thanks for being on, Kay. It's been great. Thanks for having me. And obviously the usuals, Matt, Charlie, Alex, I, I thank you for taking time out of your Saturday. To yeah. This. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like I'm doing anything. It, to be honest, yeah, I will say I'm immensely hungover, but thank you. That's kind of helped me. I'm, I'm, I've raised about 10% now. Did you get a beer halfway through? 
now I knocked one over. <laughs> there's, there's, there's beers everywhere on the floor. Nice. Ali's here, remember? So, um, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. No, it's been great. Enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you, everyone.